Hello, everybody, and welcome back to <laughs> Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Oh, boy. Um, if you've not been able to tell from my videos or from now, I have been fighting uh, some illness. So I don't know how long I will be live tonight, <laughs> uh, which is why we are now on the one-man low and sickly council rather than just the typical one-man low council. Uh, huge shout-out to uh, Stephanie B., for the name recommendation. Oh my gosh. Uh, Captain Dar Captain Roy. Captain Mr. Moroy is over on DLive. How's it going? Good sir. We got the Peter Sharon, Beats of Angels, Blake Hemlow, Blake Kirkhu, Inked Hulk, uh, Jacob75, Markrell, Zoomed1975, Soul Assassin, Super Anime Gamer is here as well. And what's going on? Tina is here. Didn't get a notification. Well, that's that's not much of a surprise. Uh, Super says, hey, oh, other than your current illness... How has your day been? Hope you feel better. Sore throats are the worst. Yeah, my, my throat's much better today than it was yesterday. Now I've got, like, stuffy nose, and I, I've been coughing, you know, during the day. It's just, it's like something gets better, and then it gets, I don't know what it is. I don't know. There, there's a sickness that's going around school, and anyone that knows as a teacher, if anyone's uh, ever been a teacher or knows any teachers, you know that you will always get sick. Because even in, on the high school level, these these, these kids just don't know how to take care of themselves. <laughs> and so I'm sure I've picked up something after picking up a quiz or something like that from one of the students. G-Monkey says, hello, everyone. Get well soon. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Patrick Walsh, I noticed you, bro. I noticed you, bro. <laughs> How's it going, man? <laughs> oh, Lord. And, and just so everyone knows, because I, it's been a while. Uh, since I've since I've been on a stream, since I, I didn't have the stream yesterday like I normally do. Uh, so so now my new students have discovered the channel. <laughs> so I had the one person on the first day who asked me. Apparently, they didn't tell anybody else. And then all of a sudden, someone else asked me last week. And now everyone knows. And now I've had students that I don't even teach. And remember, I'm brand new to this place. I had a student who, it was during lunch. And I was like, all right, can I, is it okay if I, if I sneak in on here? He's like, wait a minute, don't you have a YouTube channel? <laughs> So now, so now everyone knows. Uh, now it's going around. <laughs> uh, Genesis Darkness is here as well. Micah Martinez is here. Micah Woods is here. Mars Starlink is here as well. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, Howdy, Odin. I would ask how you doing, but you're sounding like the evil mouse empire attacked you. Yeah, it seems like it, man. Chemical warfare, I tell you. Chemical warfare, I tell you. I don't know how I'm still doing voices, but I am. Uh, Hunter Iggy, what's going on, dude? He says, What are your thoughts on Nathan Fillion joining Suicide Squad? Well, I love Nathan Fillion. I did not like Suicide Squad. I, I I really don't know what the future of the DCEU is going to be. So, <laughs> I mean, again, flip a coin. I, 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 I might watch it just because I love Nathan Fillion. Depends on how big of a role he has in the movie. There's also now rumors going along that you might even have, uh, you might even have someone from the MCU being brought over. Not character-wise, but uh, actor and director-wise. Taika Waititi apparently is now also being considered for a role in that movie. So... Wouldn't that be interesting to see some more crossovers there? I tell you. Blake Hemlow says, get better soon. Well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Blake Hemlow. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Solo says, have you tried honey with lemon? Uh, I've tried a lot of different things, and that's why I'm glad that my voice is is, is better than it was uh, beforehand. But I've been trying. So there's been like a flu medication, like a flu cold medication that I've been trying, and that's been okay. I've been trying nasal sprays, everything. So I think it's one of the things that I think I feel like I'm getting over it. So I'll know tomorrow morning because it's always the mornings when you know. 
you know, it's the mornings right when you wake up where you feel your worst, I feel. And that, that's when I have felt my worst has been the last two or three mornings, especially. So I, I'll, I'll know by tomorrow morning how I'm doing, but I think I'm getting better. I think that all of the mucus buildup and everything like that, even though it sucks, is nothing. <laughs> it's really nothing in comparison uh, to what it was. So I think I'm finally getting a little bit better, hopefully. Uh, Dark Detective says, haven't been sick for three years. Nice, dude. Yeah, I, I rarely get sick. And even this, you know, and my wife, well, my, my wife knows this about me too. Even she said, you know, if, if I had what you had right now, I would be in bed. You wouldn't be able to console me. I, I would all the lights would be off. I would be hiding away and trying to hide away from the world. And I'm like, you're right, honey. <laughs> that's that's exactly what you would be doing. Because uh, I always try and push through things when I can. Because I haven't been, I haven't been really, 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 really sick since fourth grade. And I say that because I haven't thrown up since fourth grade. That is a fun fact about me. I have not vomited since fourth grade. Not that that's something that everyone really wants to know about me. But hey, it is a fun fact. A lot of that has to do with the fact that I don't drink. Um, because I've never been drunk in my life, and I feel that a lot of people who do tend to be like, yeah, the last time I threw up was when I had a little, a too, <laughs> a little too few many brewskis, and I'm like, well, I've never had that problem before, so maybe, that, maybe that's why I've been lucky. But I haven't had the flu since then, and that, that was the last time I, I had any issues with that when I had the flu. I think I've had like a minor version of the flu since then, but I don't know. Uh, Michael Martinez says, hi, Odin. I hope you're getting better and sore throats are the worst. Uh, there was a lot of people on Monday out probably due to the sickness. Hope they get better. Yeah, a lot of people. I feel like something's been going around and I don't know what it was because it started off as just a really bad sore throat and like you heard it in my videos. Like it was bad. It was really, really bad. Even my video today didn't sound up to, you know, up to its normal standard. And I again, I think my voice now on the stream is even better what it was just a couple hours ago. So I really do feel like at least that aspect is getting better. Um, which is why I didn't do the stream last night, and which is why this stream is probably going to be on the shorter side of things, just because I don't want to do too much. Luckily, we're doing testing right now in my classes, and then uh, for one class tomorrow, we're starting a movie. So luckily, I don't have to use too much talking, but obviously, I still need to have some type of a voice. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be trying to use sign language at school. Uh, Zuber says, Odin, just thought of it. When you're feeling better, try to sanitize your microphone filters. Yeah, maybe. I've never... See, in my mind... This is how the human body works in my mind, and I know it's not necessarily based in reality, is that when you get sick and you get better, you are now no longer affected by those particular entities. Your body has fought against them and is now immune to them, which is why in my mind I'm like, okay, so I shouldn't have to because I can't get sick from the same thing, right? And I thought that there was some science behind it. I could very well be wrong. I'm not a science person. I'm not a science major, so I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. So I will not speak. <laughs> I will not speak medically efficient on anything. But that was always my mindset. So that's why maybe that what might be a good thing to do. I don't really know how to start with that. I've never really been good about that. Um, I'm only ever good about it when I know I'm sick and I'm going to be around other people. That's why, I, like for example, today at school in the last couple of days, I've been like using hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer like crazy. Like any single time I know that I've, I've noticed I touched my nose or anything, I'm like, all right, I got to use hand sanitizer because I'm handing out tests and I don't want any of the kids to to get what I have. You know, I don't want I don't want to be the one giving giving away uh, sickness. Uh, Captain Mr. Roy over on DLive, dude. Thank you so much for the diamond donation. I appreciate it. He says the rise of Skywalker D23 trailer is a joke. I agree, man. There there are some things in there that could have been cool. And then in the video I, I just released today, I talk about how you have a situation where JJ Abrams is not only defending The Last Jedi, which of course you know he has to do, but now he's coming out trying to say that he's going to continue in the footsteps of Ryan Johnson. 
he said that, oh, now I have the freedom. I feel like because of all these things, I have the freedom to do whatever I want. And I'm thinking to myself, no. You have to still remain within. It would be like me saying, okay, I'm going to take a Star Trek movie. But I'm not going to give any attention to any of the characters, to any of the lore that's been built. In fact, I'm just going to make up my own lore. Wait, this is how that worked then? No, I'm just going to make things up. It would be like doing that. It would make sense. And rightfully so, Star Trek fans would say, this is not Star Trek. And we already have that. It's called Star Trek Discovery. That's why Star Trek fans are like, wait a minute, this is not Star Trek. But then they're flocking to things like the Orville because it's very much more based in that mindset, you know? And uh, Captain Mr. Roy, thank you for another diamond donation, says, sorry you're ill. Hope you get well soon. Well, thank you very much, Captain Mr. Roy. I appreciate it, man. Captain Peabody over on DLive says, hand sanitizer is not all that much a good thing. Yeah, people can overuse it because people, people think that it kills everything, but it only kills certain things. You know, it kills germs, but if you have something really serious, it might not actually have any impact on it. So fun fact, hand sanitizer is not, as Captain Peabody says, the best thing since sliced bread. As uh, as some might say, as uh, some might say out there, yeah, I would say it. <laughs> All right, what we got here? Orange Eye reviews. What's up, dude? He says, did you notice that some people were calling, uh, were calling raised dark side lightsaber a Disney design? I recall seeing it pre Disney Clone Wars. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure some people are calling it. I think Disney is calling it a Disney. I, I, you heard anything from J.J. Abrams recently or Bob Iger? They think everything is Disney now, even if they did not originally own the IP. They're now just retroactively saying, oh, yeah, it's a Disney idea. <laughs> it's a Disney product. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're saying it themselves, to be perfectly honest, you know? Would not be surprised. Uh, Nostalgia Network says, are you excited for The Mandalorian? I, I am and I'm not. I, I like Jon Favreau. I think that he's passionate about the project. I think having a passionate Jon Favreau is better than having anyone else that's half-hearted. <laughs> like, seriously, anyone else that's half-hearted just can't even hold a candle. And that's even considering some of the greatest directors out there. John Favreau, when he's got his mindset to it, can produce some beautiful work. And that's even including crap things like Lion King. Because I don't think anyone's going to deny that the animation for it's beautiful. You know? I think the heartlessness comes from Disney, not necessarily from him. I think that there were certain things that he had to do and certain things that they wanted. And he's like, hey, this is what we want. This is what you have to do. And he said, okay, I'll do that. And he did. And he did it well for what they were asking for. Now, what they were asking for was stupid. What they were asking for was heartless, but hey, <laughs> got to take it one thing at a time. But no, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think that, you know, I think they're the ones that are doing it. Peter Han says, have you tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I have not. I've seen everyone and their mom talking about it. And I'm thinking to myself, why would I get a chicken sandwich when I could get chicken tenders, a biscuit, some, some Cajun rice or some mashed potatoes, and a drink for like the same price? <laughs> I don't know. I would rather get more chicken. I would rather get more bang for my buck. I'd rather get more chicken than a chicken patty. You know what I mean? I kind of want to try it, though, because everyone's like going going crazy. And now there's a big comparison now going on between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. To me, it's no comparison. Popeye's has the better-tasting chicken. And I base that purely on their spicy tenders. Their spicy tenders are so delicious, you don't even need sauce. Anytime I've ever gone to Chick-fil-A, you always need sauce. It's like down south, there's this thing called Cane's. And Cane's is great. Cane's is awesome. Their Texas toast is bar none. Delicious. But their chicken is bland. You're, the chicken is not good unless you put the sauce on it. The sauce is delicious, but you need it. With Popeye's, you don't need it. And that's why, to me, it's, it's a no-brainer. Popeye's is the best chicken. Hands down. 
And now it's like, oh, no, that was a battle between the sandwiches. Oh, you haven't had the spicy sandwich yet. Well, I don't need the spicy sandwich because I already got the spicy tenders. I tell you, man, that's all I need. Dean Heiss over on D-Live says, hey, Odin, sorry I'm late. What did I miss? Hope you're feeling better. Well, pretty much all you've missed is that I'm sick and answering some questions from the chat for as long as I can. Uh, Super says, and I'm doing well, thanks. Was watching the recent Dave Chappelle special that made uh, made Vice lose their minds, but they got then I got distracted by Twitter like always. Yeah, I've heard about this. Um, I saw Tim Pool did a video on it, and I love Tim Pool. You guys know this. He's, he's a middle-of-the-road kind of guy like I am when it comes to most things, and so I think that it's a good approach to have, especially in the current political climate that we have. It's better to be middle-of-the-road than one extreme or the other, and he made a video about how it's making everyone on the left go insane. I'm like, good. <laughs> I want something that's going to make everyone go insane. And that's why I like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle goes after everyone. He does not just focus on one thing or the other, you know? He, he's more of a common sense guy. And I, I, I always appreciate comedians more when they go after everybody than when they just go after one side. Hybrid says, hi, dude, how's it going? Uh, still sick. <laughs> still sick. Mike Martin says, Suicide Squad is a movie that you enjoy at first, but after your second or third viewing, you just see how bad it is, the editing and stories around us. I noticed that the first time, and the reason why is because as soon as they started showing the villain, the Enchantress, not only was it played by an actress that I, I, I still don't quite understand how she has a career, I just don't. I'm not saying that she's the worst thing out there, but she's not... <laughs> you know, lead character material or lead villain material for all things. And when her biggest thing was she's shaking her hips and then there's a giant sky portal, I was like, this is stupid. This is awful. This, this is hilariously bad. Uh, Dr. Tennis says, going to watch the Joker trailer tomorrow. I didn't know there was a Joker trailer tomorrow, but now that I do, um, I'll definitely have to take a look. Probably won't see it when it goes live. I will say this much, and I think this speaks volumes as to uh, the, the, the current school I'm at. At my old school, I felt like I was checking my phone, like, all the time. And it was because, like, part of me was miserable. You know, part of me just knew that there was just a fakeness to it. And anyone that might be from my old school just knows that there is that element of fakeness to it. And that's not talking about the students. The students were awesome. For the most part, of course. There's always knuckleheads in any, anything. But, like, the, the school I'm at right now is so genuine. Like, everything is just so genuine that I actually like being there. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not running out the door. I'm not running to my car like I was. And it's a really beautiful thing. I can get stopped in the hallway and have a conversation and not feel like, oh my God, my time. It's just amazing. And I, I mentioned that because when speaking specifically about, you know, uh, the trailer, you know, beforehand I would be, you know, on my phone watching and checking it out. And now it's like, there are times I go hours without checking my phone at school. It's amazing. It really is. And it's a blessing. It's definitely more so of a blessing than anything else. And I think that I think that it's not just the the community, but also my students too. My students make it a lot easier to do that. Uh, Genesis says, uh, "If your voice gets lower than Disney, we'll hire you to voice Darth Vader so they can sell their movie." <laughs> They're gonna need to, man. Seriously, like at this point in time, who are they gonna try and drudge up? In that I feel like they're gonna throw something at the wall soon and be like, "Oh wait, Palpatine's not enough for you? Okay, we'll give you this character." Guys, guess what? Han Solo's coming back. Could you imagine if they said, Harrison Ford, coming back for unknown role. And maybe it's just even a flashback, but they do something. Or I could totally see them doing this, where I could see them having a moment where they try and show, and they very well could do this, force Ghost, because obviously the canon doesn't make sense anymore. The canon doesn't matter anymore. They're going to have that, oh my God, look, you see, we had the original trilogy on screen again. 
And I could totally see them doing a Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and also Harrison Ford force ghosts at the very end of the movie or at some point in the movie. Just so that they could say, look, we had all three on screen. Because they know, they know they missed a tremendous opportunity, especially now with Carrie Fisher, you know, unfortunately passing away. I could totally see them doing something like that. Because then, guess what? You have your memorable moment, right? That's what they're all about, right? Is they, they want to put one thing in their movie that you come back and say, oh man, great example. The last movie, Solo Star Wars movie. All right, Solo Star Wars where I didn't really have that moment, but... <laughs> But going back to the other films, all the other films really had that moment. You know, Rogue One. What do you remember from Rogue One? That Darth Vader scene. You know, that was the big moment, right? Last Jedi. As much as I hate The Last Jedi because narratively it sucks, I will give them this. The visual effects team that worked on that hyperspace ram, holy crap, it looked beautiful. I was blown away. But then when you think about it, you realize, God, that's so stupid. (laughs) It does not make any sense. It breaks Star Wars. It breaks the lore. It breaks the canon. But it doesn't matter because they have this really cool, beautiful moment. Like, you can go back to every single part and you can find something like that in all their movies. And I think that this might be that moment because they want something that people are going to say, you have to see this movie because of this beautiful moment. That's what I think is coming. It's not going to be good, but <laughs> I'm just saying, why not? Hyrule says, oh, you have a flu? hope you give it. I don't know what I have. I honestly really don't know what I have. I don't think I have the flu. Uh, if I had the flu, I think that I would be <laughs> – I definitely would not be streaming right now. That's for sure. Um, I, I think it might be a cold. But honestly, I, I don't even know. I, I couldn't tell. I, I, be- I rarely get sick, so it's so hard. It's I'm always the hardest person to diagnose because I rarely get sick. Uh, Tina says, mucus buildup, TMI, sir, TMI. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry, Tina. I forgot this is a family show. We can't talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, Dark Detective says, apparently Chris Hemsworth might be in the Suicide Squad according to some rumors. That would surprise me. It really wouldn't. I mean, James Gunn is is in the MCU. He's probably friends with a lot of these actors, so it's probably going to be a lot easier for him to get them. What's more interesting is that they would be allowed by Disney to cross over and do DC films. That's why the uh, Taika Waititi news uh, actually uh, surprised me a lot. All right, over on DLive, Kathy Peabody says, Hush up about Popeyes. We don't have it here. Don't need to hear about it. Well, it's amazing, Peabody. So when you eventually visit me in America... You'll, you'll have your Popeye's fix. Uh, Kathy Peabody says, is Freya happy with her job too? Oh, she loves it. Oh, she loves it. She is in love with it. She loves her job more than I do. And I say that not saying that I don't, but it, it's, it's, it's a different type of thing. It's, she's felt happy but unfulfilled at most of her jobs where she likes the people. She likes generally the work, the people around her. But she was never fulfilled by the work. Now she's being fulfilled by the work and loves the people she's around. So she is just in – she's on cloud nine right now. And, and I'm glad. I'm so glad to be in the situation that I am in because you all know. Like I would never come back and say, oh, my God, I can't believe it. That's amazing, amazing. Whenever, whenever I talk about work, uh, you know, back, back when I was in Louisiana. And now I am. You know, now it's like I come home and I'm like, I'm not – miserable (laughs) I hate to put it that way I really do because there were some really again I love the people I worked with I miss the people that I work with in Louisiana I miss my friends at at the school but I just realized just how soul-sucking it was and I think it was just because of again of of that fakeness you know they would talk all the time about oh family and family and then the way it ended I was like now it's finally now I know why I've never felt right now I know why it's never felt like home because the family wasn't real. But where I'm at, at now, it's like, no, it is. The fact that I have people coming in and saying, hey, how's it going? How's your move? 
Are you getting used to the area? It's like, it's amazing. It really is. They care. And I don't know if it's just because of Tennessee being different. I don't know if it's just the culture overall, which I'm assuming it, part of it is that, is the culture. But it's amazing. It really is. Like, never have I been so happy to get to school and to get to work, you know? And the discussions we're having are fantastic, too. I mean, moral theology, except I'm teaching all – and that's the other thing, too, is I'm teaching one class. I'm teaching one class six times. And some people might say, oh, that sounds repetitive. But it's not, though. Like, you, you repeat some of the same stuff. But the kids are different. Every class has different students. Every class has different thoughts. And so someone is always going to bring up something different. And that's what's great about moral theology, and that's what's great about junior especially, is because you are more open to have these types of discussions. And sometimes we even talk about things that necessarily aren't even a part of the moral discussion we're having that day. You know, we're having a lot of discussions, for example, proof of God's existence. And it's been amazing. It's been so cool. And to hear where the kids are coming from, too, because this is a time in their life where, where they're not sure of things, right? Where, where they're still trying to figure things out. And it's just beautiful to hear some of their thoughts. Some of them could open up a little bit more. Some of them say a little too much. But that's, you know, that comes with the territory. But it really is amazing. It really is. Uh, Nostalgia Network says, do you think the streaming aspect of Star Wars is on the right track as of now? More so than the movies, Nostalgia, I would say. Definitely more so than the movies. I think that most of us, even if we're not planning to watch a lot of it, or at least not to get the service to watch it, I think most of us could agree that the service, you know, the, the service stuff, like an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, just by a thought, just as a thought alone, the Mandalorian series, Clone Wars Season 7, those are things where we're like, yeah, that's Star Wars. That seems so much like Star Wars. When you compare that to episode nine, you're like, that's not Star Wars. <laughs> that, that's you trying to take on the name. You trying to use the name of Luke Skywalker. You trying to use all of these different things to bring fans back after you screwed up and you still fail to admit that you screwed up. If you could at least admit that you screwed up, if you could at least admit that you made faults and that you're going to try and correct them, maybe then fans would be more open to the crap that you're flinging right now. But we're not because... Fool me once, shame on me, right? Fool me twice. Or what? Fool me fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? And I think it's like, nope. <laughs> Thrice will not be the time that I will be fooled here. Dark Detective says, could Sony and Disney work out a deal? Because apparently it's still going. Yeah, they could. And I mentioned this in my videos too. It's totally possible. I think that there's a benefit for them to go their separate ways. For each of them, I think there's a benefit. But I think the bigger benefit is that they stay together. Disney, though needs to take a giant cut in what they're asking for. They were asking for 50. They then said that they would only settle for no less than 30. They need to start being able to settle. If Disney can settle for less than 30, that's when you might start to see them change their mind. That's when you might start to see them actually uh, Sony open up more. Because that would be going from 5%. If you went from 5% to 15%, to me, that's a that's a reasonable jump, right? 20%, right? That's a reasonable jump from 5 and you can work out other behind the scenes deals of it's that plus, you know, a you know, a small percentage of the DVD Blu-ray sales. You can make those types of deals. But Disney going up straight up and saying it's a 50-50 split and the lowest we'll take is 30, that's that's ridiculous. That's them trying to act like they own the IP and they don't. Tina says tea is good and remember soup is good food. Yeah, um I don't like tea. I've never been a tea person and soup I only like very specific types of soup. I I love Chicken noodle soup. But I only like Campbell's chicken noodle soup. And here's the weird part. I don't eat the chicken. And it's been this way since I was a kid because the chicken just never seemed like chicken to me. It always just seemed fake when I was a kid. I was like, this looks disgusting. But I love the noodles. I love the chicken broth. 
And so I would always eat around the chicken every single time. And I still, to this day, eat around it. Though now I'm a lot more, like, beforehand, if even, like, a little piece got in my mouth, I'd be like, uh, I gotta get out. Now I'm obviously a lot more open to it. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. Over on DLive, Dean Heiss says, your body is rebelling after your move. <laughs> I feel bad, too, because my dogs have been sick. Like, so River was sick, you know, uh, on Friday. Luckily, she's much better now. Willow now, this morning, was was acting sick, though, of course, she is a little ball of energy. So I think that she literally just burnt through it <laughs> in a day, uh, what, what took River to burn through in a few days. But we're obviously keeping an eye on her, too. But yeah, I really do feel like our bodies are just like, even though our minds are loving it, our bodies are like, no, it's new. We can't. Uh, K-Man, what's going on, man? What's up, D-Laugh fam? Uh, Kathy Peabody says, that's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. I really am. It's, it's been really great so far. And I'm, I'm hoping and praying because obviously we're still, still very early on, but we're at the point now where, you know, things have normalized to the point where I think that this is probably what the normal is going to be. And so as far as this year is concerned, I, I still have high hopes. I hope that it all continues to go well. Uh, K-Man says, uh, it's partially the area, though I didn't care for the work I did. I enjoy my time living in Tennessee. Oh, for sure. I think that the people of Tennessee have, have a huge part to play in, in all of this, for sure. Captain Roy says, Captain Mr. Roy says, there's a folding lightsaber in Star Wars Rebels, but no one watched Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, <laughs> I watched Star Wars Rebels, and I forgot that there was one. But I don't know if it folded in that same way, though I could be wrong on that. Captain Peabody says, so now you just need the perfect house. Yes. That's the next step, is is the perfect house. Uh, over on YouTube, the Senate says, Hello there, Odin. Hello there, Odin. Are you excited for the Obi-Wan uh, Soy, Soynobi film? I'm really afraid. It's not a film. It's a series. So it's going to be a series on Disney+, Plus, not a film. And I'm yes and no on it, you know? I'm yes because I've been wanting a Kenobi series forever, since <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. But I'm also, at the same time, not because it's run by Disney still. And Disney has not earned my trust, especially with Star Wars at this time. Uh, Will Ginger, what's going on, dude? Says, good evening. Just popped in to say hi on my way to bed. Have fun. We'll have you have a good night, Will Gentry. I know that's late where you are, man. Dark Detective says, never realized how toxic the MCU stands were MCU fans were until this spice situation. Oh yeah. I mean, th- there's been people that have been calling out Sony, have been saying that, you know, Sony's in the wrong here. And I'm thinking to myself, no. Both parties are obviously, in my opinion, being stuck up about this, you know? I think both parties, you know, both Sony and Disney, are asking way too much, you know? Like, I think 5% from Disney, after all they're doing, when, uh, let's be let's be honest here, do you think that Spider-Man, Far From Home, would have made a billion dollars if it did not have the MCU's influence and did not have Disney's marketing? No, not a chance. Not a chance. How do I know this? Look at the top five movies of this year taking out, of course, Spider-Man Far From Home. They're all Disney. They all made over a billion dollars. You want to know what number six would be? Not counting, of course, the China release, Wandering Earth. The third film in How to Train Your Dragon. And that film made only over $500 million. That's how I know. That's just based on pure logic alone. So for Sony to think that they can do anything even close to it on their own is, is to me, them not understanding reality. However, at the same time, too, on the same token... Disney is this gigantic corporation, does not need 50% of the taking. They're doing that because that is Disney trying to strong arm Sony because eventually they want the rights back. That's what it is. And so they're trying to strong arm Sony to put themselves in a better position to do that. Because if they take more profits from Sony, 
They're going to make, therefore, Spider-Man a less profitable IP. And in their mind, they're thinking, oh, that's what's going to lead to us getting it. And that's why Sony was like, hell no, we're not doing this. Alex McCarthy says, blame Darth Plank, a.k.a. Ray, for your sickness. <laughs> no, this was not her fault. Nick Lewis says, feel free to do some interpretive dancing in, in place of speaking. Yeah, I'm sure the kids would love that. In fact, I think they would love that. Mikey Wood says, I guess you have to return to the, I guess you have to return those crystals, Folgers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nessun Nessun says, uh, you're right. You're on the right track with the immunity, but it also depends on your general health, getting enough sleep, diet, etc. That's something I figured, right? So, okay. So the, 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 the germs that are on this will not affect me in the future because they're already affecting me now. My body is fighting against it and so eventually should be immune to it. And yeah, sleep and diet, I understand that too. Water, of course, I'm keeping, I'm keeping myself hydrated because I know that's a part of it too. Uh, Dr. Tedeff says, what if the Star Wars trilogy from Game of Thrones writers has Ryan Johnson as director and Brie Larson as the lead role? Well, then we, we, know, we know what kind of film that would be. But Dark Detective, don't forget, it's no longer a trilogy. Dan and Dave don't have a trilogy anymore. It's one film. And it might not even be that because of their deal with Netflix. There's now a lot of speculation as to whether they might have a film now. So Ryan Johnson's already in the air, right? People are already saying, you know, is Ryan Johnson's trilogy still there? People are talking about it every single day. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying, I'm not biting into another one of those stories until we get actual official confirmation on that. But at the same time, too, now you have Dan and Dave who are being put in the same damn boat. Like, it's amazing. It really is. Star Wars, the movie side of Star Wars is so hectic right now. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Kathleen Kennedy is a producer, is is the one that's like the main person behind the show. That's why I, I was excited for the series because they seem to be free of her influence, or at least to not be nearly as heavily influenced because she's much more of a macro-minded person. And so I think because of that, she was giving more authority to other people, which is the best thing that she can do because she should not be running Star Wars. Again, she can be a producer, but she cannot be the one that's a creative head behind Star Wars. So her letting the series be taken over by Dave Filoni, being taken over by Jon Favreau, is a good thing. However, whether she tries to get her hands into it or not is going to be the big question. I think that's going to be, uh, I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Uh, K man, thank you for the two ice cream man. I appreciate it. Dean Heist says Disney thinks they just cause they Disney thinks that just because they're Disney, Sony should bow to them. You're, you're exactly right. You are exactly right. That's what Disney wants from this is they think they're the bigger company, and so therefore Sony should do whatever they want. You know, no, that's that's not how this should all work at all. Not at all. Um, over on D Live, uh, Kathy Pewi says, "So now you just need to find okay, got that one already." Uh, Kathy Pewi says, "Once you get the perfect house, the only thing that you might have trouble with is convincing Freya to name your firstborn son Thor." <laughs> Interestingly enough, Thor has not been a name that we've thrown around. Though, of course, I think now more so than ever with the channel and and the growth of the channel, may, maybe as a middle name, that'd be funny. Dean High says, "Disney thinks, yeah, I got that one right." Uh, K Man, thank you for the two ice cream. K Man, thank you so much, man. Thank you for the two ice cream. Uh, Kathy Pewi, thank you for the three ice cream. Uh, let's see, Furkan005, thank you for the five lemon donation and the follow, man, I appreciate it, thank you so much, uh, let's see, chat jumped on me, we're jumping, we're hopping tonight on a six stream, (laughs) on a six stream, man, we are hopping and hopping and rolling tonight, all right, looks like the, the chat jumped on me, I didn't think it would be like this tonight, but I guess it is. Alex Grady says uh, that Dave Chappelle special was hilarious. I was watching it and looked at Twitter and saw Drunk 3 laughing at that Vice article. I cannot wait. If you piss off Vice, you're doing something right. 
If you piss off Vice, if you piss off Vox, and if you piss off the mainstream media, you're doing something right. <laughs> Mirror Jeremy, what's going on, bro? Hyperman says, don't worry about your voice. It sounds grisly and badass like Wolverine. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It was definitely deeper and more badass like this morning and a couple days ago. Hyperman says, uh, got that. Rosetta Allen says, I can't stay tonight. Dropping in to wish you well. Going on travels in the morning. Oh, Rosetta Allen, have a safe travel. Hope that you get some awesome. I'm assuming you're going to be taking photographs. Hope you get some awesome photographs. Jace Doe says, they will end it with the Ewoks doing music <laughs> to celebration. <laughs> yes, Jace Doe, you're right. That is how episode nine is going to end. You're going to bring the Ewoks back. So that way you can sell that merch again. You're going to bring the Ewoks back. They'll be dancing by the fire to the music. And then you'll bring the Force Ghost back. And as I said, that's when you bring the original trilogy back and say, look, we did something great. Yeah, at the very end. Good job. Senate says, I just want to see Vader come back and slaughter everyone except Chewie, Terminator 3PO, a.k.a. T3PO, RDD2, and Leia. Yeah, man. What, what's going on with that? And apparently now that's confirming one of the plot leaks uh, that they, uh, the beginning of the film is going to be them trying to find an old memory unit for, for 3PO. And if that is indeed the case, then that seems to confirm some of the other stuff we've been hearing. And if the other things that we've been hearing, then I guess that means that we're getting the Star Wars movie that we so deserve from Disney. And that's not a good thing. John Early says, It made me angry at first when I found out that the Ultimate Edition of BVS was only available on Blu-ray. Call me crazy, but I still love DVDs, especially because of Superman TAS. Well, here's the thing. Um, Don't get BVS. John Early, don't do that to yourself. BVS, no. Don't, Don't get the BVS Ultimate Edition. They're trying to steal your money, man. It's still the same subpar film, just with extra extra time onto it, man. 70B is spelling out Mucus build up. Mucus Lucas build up for sure. Codename Lars, thank you for subscribing to the channel, man. And also, yesterday, our uh, last stream, Going Cambo, thank you for following me over on Twitch. I don't stream to Twitch anymore because they're so constrictive, uh, but thank you for the follow over there anyway. Soul Assassin says, did you hear that Disney is going to release The Mandalorians weekly on Disney Plus? I did. I did hear that. And I think that's wise. I think that's very smart of them to do because it means they can build that up over time. And with the amount of money they're spending per episode, they kind of need to do that because they need to try and build up enough hype so that they can get more people to subscribe to their service than would have otherwise. Get new fans to become subscribers. That's for damn sure. Of blog, hey, Ronnie. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate it. Always got to read those names carefully because I always feel like a couple have gotten me before. Hybrid says, not enough spinach at Popeye's. One out of ten. <laughs> I get the joke. I hate spinach, though. I hate vegetables. Tina says, finding your niche and what gives you meaning is so crucial. And I was going to say, welcome to part of the real South Tennessee and Kentucky. Just don't mention the SEC. Yeah, man. <laughs> I hear you, Tina. Yeah, I'm not in the deep South anymore. I'm in the actual South, not in the deep South. You can only go so far south before things get crazy. Hyperman says, I'm happy to see the progress you and Freya are experiencing. May God bless your family and future. Well, thank you, Hyperman. I really do appreciate that, man. May God bless you and your family, too. Really do appreciate that. Nate Luda says, uh, Tennesseans are good people. They really are. Like, seriously. The fact that the first day I was up here, like, officially, I hit my neighbor's car, and they were not crazy about it, and we handled it like adults, I mean... That is, that's what sold me on the area, you know, because if that had happened in New Orleans, it would have been a cluster, to put it mildly, <laughs> to put it mildly. 
Oh, looks like uh, the person that I uh, shouted out said something. I guess Peabody. Uh, Peabody got Peabody took care of it way way too quickly for me to even see it. Or are you seeing something that I'm not seeing, Peabody? Because <laughs> if you are, good man. Uh, Rosetta Allen says Popeyes is good, but way too stingy uh, with dark meat. Hate white pieces with the fire of red <laughs> burning sun. Oh no, I I I I have to get the tenders. I've never been a fan of on-the-bone stuff. Stuff gets caught in my teeth when it's like that. I don't understand. I can't believe someone... Mars Starling says, your voice is calming. Is it really? I I, I always feel like... Again, I, I'm sure it's preference. Like, I'm, I'm sure that it's total uh, preference at this point. But I, I just... I feel like my voice is annoying. I'm sure there's some people out there saying, it is annoying. I Why does anyone listen to you? I can't force anybody to do anything to like me or hate me. <laughs> I just like talking. <laughs> That's why I do this. I just like talking about movies and pop culture, and so do everyone else here, and we have a good time. I try and keep it entertaining as best I can. Blake Hanlow says, The things I'm interested in are Clone Wars Season 7, Mandalorian, and the Kenobi series because I have no interest in the rise of Soy Walker. Hey, I think most people feel that way. I think most hardcore fans could easily say that. Odin, Anna, Alita, Battle Angel crossover, says Tom Norton. Hey, we still need to have that stream. Uh, me and Anna still need to have that stream, and I think we're going to try and still get um, uh, Junker Designs uh, on as well. Uh, Darkness says, when are you and Anna doing your Alita Battle Angel thing? Can't think of what you two were planning on doing. Yeah, we were just going to talk about the movie, promote the movie, you know? Uh, and I, I think that if we were going to, eventually when we do it, we might try and see if we can do some type of giveaway. Um, because it'd be really cool to support the film and, uh, schedules have been falling apart. We, we were supposed to do it a couple weekends ago and then life came up and uh, we were just weren't able to do it. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping that we'll be able to do it soon. I really do. Uh, Patrick Walsh, because I saw the name and I saw, <laughs> and I saw the, uh, the question Endgame or infinity war. Well, you he's new to the channel. Uh, he, he is indeed, he, he is one of, he is one of the students. So, so be kind to him. Keep it clean in the chat, everybody. Uh, Infinity War, hands down. Endgame is a terrible movie. Narratively speaking, Endgame is a terrible movie. Some people still don't like that I say that, but I try and keep it real here, man. I try and keep it real. Infinity War is infinitely better in every single way. It's a complete film. It fe- it just feels right every time that you're watching it. Endgame, it's just every time I think about it, I just get so frustrated. Um, Beads of Angel says, no, let's hope not for Sony and Disney. Can't let them strong arm each other companies. And without Disney, you will get adult Spider-Man, not whiny childish Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, as yeah, I mean, Beats of Angels, I think there's definitely a point to be made there for sure. Uh, Matsuine, thank you for the $2 donation, man. Thank you for donating through Streamlabs. Says, will it be thick 3PO or CBD 3PO? <laughs> I hope that was thick 3PO or is it THC? THC or CBD? 3PO. Yeah, because of the red eyes, right? <laughs> it's it's def- it's either evil 3PO or it's it's 3PO on drugs. So THC or thick. I, I like to say, Matuine, I like to think that you're saying thick 3PO right there. Because <laughs> I think that's an amazing name. Uh, over on D-Live, Dean High says, Ray stabbed C-3PO with a red lightsaber. That's why he has red eyes. <laughs> Captain Peabody says, uh, I think it was a bot or a person spamming some other channel. Ah, I got you, Peabody. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate you for being on top of that because I missed it. Uh, Tina says, you need some good old-fashioned homemade chicken soup. I think even doctors now say the old saying about eating soup to get better. It's true. Well, I think it's also because it just makes you feel better. And mind over matter. It's it's not just a saying. It's true. 
The mind really can control how you feel. Ink Talk says, you need a homemade chicken soup, man. That's number two. Someone says it. I, You know, chicken broth. If I had some chicken broth, I'd be happy. 7B says, if you want, oh, thank you very much. For so again, if you are on YouTube and you want me to answer or read your statements or question or anything, and you want to just add into the conversation, um, the way that I see it is if you put Odin question, all one word, it pops up orange on my end. And so basically it helps me, especially in my sixth state, know that you're trying to, you're trying to talk to me. Because uh, if I try to read every single comment, it would just be a lot of, oh, you're not talking to me. Oh, you're not talking to me. And so that's just the best way for me to know. Uh, Super says, I love the Clone Wars since it first aired on Cartoon Network when I was a kid. I might be in the minority, but I really don't want season seven. It's over. I don't trust Disney. Well, the only reason why I'm, I understand it totally where you're coming from. And I think that you're not the only one, Super. Because I think a lot of people are very hesitant about whether or not season seven will be good. But the reason why I have some confidence in it is because Dave Filoni is behind it. And the last time that there was a Dave Filoni Disney team up, they did Rebels. And I actually really like Rebels. So I know that as long as Dave Filoni is the creative control behind it, like he was for Rebels, that it should be a good show. Um, Because some people might say, yeah, but then wasn't he also attached to Resistance? He was attached to Resistance, but it was not his it was not his brainchild. And you're not going to see a lot of panels in the future Star Wars celebrations about, oh, Resistance. Like, that Rebels panel that we went to that I was live streaming from was packed. Or no, sorry, the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars panel was packed. If you had a Rebels panel, it would be packed too. But Resistance, I mean, no one cares about Resistance because it was a bad show. Uh, Matsuin says, uh, be patient. Everyone who moves to Tennessee has to get the crud state law. Get the crud state law? Wait, what? What do you mean, the crud? What you talking about? Hyper says, random question. In your opinion, do you think they did a better job presenting Max to be actual, actually crazy in Fury Road compared to his past counterpart? No. I think the weakest part of Fury Road was Mad Max. It was not... It, to me, they... Sh- I think calling it Mad Max 